You know, one of the things we learned from Samuel in the Old Testament is that we need to pray for our people on a regular basis. If you're a pastor, one of the duties that you have is to lift up your flock, lift up your congregation in prayer unto the Lord. I did a survey among some of the pastors and found out many different ways that that is being done, and I'd love to share that with you here on this version of the podcast at the Better Sundays Podcast. So join us as we look at five different ways that pastors are praying for their people. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. It's Mike Holmes here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. I'm glad you're with us today. If you are interested in learning how to pray for your people, I've got some ideas I'm going to share with you. Uh, these are some wonderful thoughts and some great stuff. I want to tell you a story, too, that I learned uh, that kind of solidifies all this. So hang with me here uh, and, and we'll jump into it. You are at the Better Sundays podcast, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it uh, on our uh, YouTube channel or our uh, podcast channels, the, the different ones on Google and Spotify and Apple. We appreciate you very much and glad to have you on board. We have a good team of people that listen to us, and I do consider you a team because so many of you give me feedback, and I'd appreciate it if you have some more ideas uh, on this, this topic of praying for your people. Please share these in the comments below especially here in the in the YouTube channel. If you're on the podcast, go over and watch this on the YouTube channel, and you can see my beautiful face, my beautiful studio here in Sinclair, Wyoming. It's the middle of July of 2023 uh, that we're recording this, and believe it or not, it's been a cool year, uh, lots of snow uh, this year, and it's still chilly. I had my heater on in my office or in the studio here uh, today to warm things up before we did this recording. So uh, anyway, I'm the senior pastor. Well, I was a senior pastor. I am the founding pastor now at Sinclair Baptist Church. Got a new young guy taking over. Things are going great. Had really good services today. Uh, this is a Sunday afternoon when I'm doing this recording. And I just wanted to spend a little bit of time with you just kind of sharing some, some voices. I'm calling this season number seven, the voices season. Well, we've done one on the preaching and, and just finished some of that up and have some great training coming up for you. Uh, so make sure you check out your email if you've not subscribed to us um, or getting any email. I have a special thing for you uh, that then you'll be on our email list to be able to send you these directly. If you're watching this on YouTube, also be able to, to help you out. Uh, I created a, a sheet here. Uh, it's called the Better Sundays Blueprint, and it's how to have a better Sundays. It's kind of three things that we kind of gleaned over the years that really make, I mean, and they're all on one sheet. I mean, it's blank on the back, okay? You'll get this as a PDF, but it gives you three simple little things that you can do to really increase um, the idea of your Sundays being better. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean better attendance or, you know, healthier preaching or whatever, but just overall better. There's some things here. You'll get it once you see it. You can go to reachkeep.com slash blueprint, okay, and you'll get this. We'll send this to you to show up directly in your email box there. Um, it's reachkeep.com slash blueprint, and it's the blueprint for what we call better Sundays. And so that way, We'll get in touch with you. You stay in touch with us. We'll be able to communicate better and uh, maybe get you in on some of our training or some of our coaching.
coaching. I had some great conversations this week, especially, um, you know, so encouraging when you see young people in the ministry. I, I counsel a lot of folks my age that are kind of like, hey, I'm trying to figure out this new, all this digital stuff, and I'm trying to reach out and do things, and it's all new to me. Um, but it's really cool to, to meet a youth pastor or a pastor that's in their 20s, and they kind of get it, and they're going, and they're moving forward and doing stuff. And talked to a guy in Alabama this week, and just it was so exciting. Got off the phone call and uh, told my wife about it. It's just like, it, this is cool to see a young guy, you know, just plowing away. I think they just finished a, their vacation Bible school, had like 160 kids in BBS, and they're figuring out how to bring parents back in and reach them. And, and we coach that. That's what we do. Help you reach young families is what, what we do here at reachkeep.com. If you're interested in that, shoot me an email or just pay attention in your email because we have some openings coming up here very soon and uh, we'll get you on board. But today I want to focus on a topic that really, as I kind of polled everybody and talked to a lot of pastors about this, I found that everyone seemed to be somewhat inconsistent in this and desired to have a better be more successful, I should say, at doing this, a better habit of doing this. So uh, I've got a, a fair amount of notes here I want to write down. I'll keep this uh, quick. We, I know you're driving. I know you're kind of watching this, and your time is, pre- is precious to you, so appreciate it. If some of this resonates with you, if you can give us a thumbs up, if, if you come up with another idea or you have a great idea, again, share that. And then, of course, uh, make sure you subscribe uh, on our YouTube channel or uh, on uh, iTunes or wherever you get this. So there were several things that kind of came across as sort of a common, and again, as everybody really needs to work on this, is looking for consistency. But um, a couple of things that were common as far as like praying for the people is as they come to mind, okay? And that's kind of a no brainer. As you think of them, you pray for them. Uh, one pastor uh, kind of referred to the fact that he feels like a firefighter. So like when their house is on fire, you know, you're there. And it was the idea of praying for them when they're having a disaster. And we kind of understand that they're going to get uh, more prayer that time. But the idea of praying for all your people consistently and evenly uh, throughout uh, things is kind of where we were going with some of these questions. Uh, another one that was sort of common with everybody is that they like to pray scriptures for their people. They like to, as verses came to mind, they oh, that person needs that verse or that reminds me of somebody. And so praying the scriptures um, was kind of common. But uh, let me give you a couple different ways that I discovered to do this and, and familiar with some and, and sort of new to some others. Uh, one was the idea of going to the church, your church building or wherever you meet and during the week sometime, walking the pews. In other words, you kind of walk through, and people tend to sit in certain places. We know how that goes. And you would walk, and you would pray for those people as you're kind of working your way through. I know as a young evangelist, my partner and I went out and did all these youth revivals all over. We would go to the church ahead of time, and where the teenagers would be sitting for the youth revival, we would pray in the chairs. We would kneel and pray at this chair, pray at that chair, move to this row, move to that row. And we would pray in every chair that God would bless them as they came in. Now, we didn't really know the people because it's more of an evangelistic thing, um, but this would be something that you can do, pray while walking the pews. And I just thought that that was sort of an excellent idea. Uh, another one is uh, pray from a kind of a mailing list or an email list. You might have a list or some kind of mailing list that you have that sort of has everybody there and you would kind of sort of go through that list and pray for them. They might be in alphabetical order or however you've captured their emails. Uh, I know on my phone, I have a list of all uh, uh, the people in the church and I put a little Z in front of them. I know this is crazy, but I put a Z in front of their last name so I can like click and I can have 
all the Z's in a row there, and I can see all of my church people. I know there are better ways to do that um, now through keywords and stuff, but that's kind of the way I started, and I still do some of that. Um, but this the idea of praying through a, a pre-existing list that is kind of there. So I thought that was a really good idea. Uh, another one here was this idea of uh, driving around your community and praying for them as you go into their uh, their neighborhood or whatever. Um, now, if you parked right in front of your ho- their house, they might look at what's a pastor doing out there. You know, middle of the night, you might get arrested or something. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how you would want to do that, and I'm not sure how the guy that said this actually does that. I do know that I have gone through our community and done something similar to this, but I've gone to each of the churches in our community, and this is a little bit off topic, but I've gone to all of our churches every single type of church that's in our community and we have kind of like one of each and a small town and just parked in the parking lot and prayed that somehow God would use the preacher and there would be a Bible exposed to people and that whether it was a mainline denominational even went to some of the cult parking lots and prayed that somehow the Bible would get through into somebody's heart and so I understand that idea of kind of driving around I thought that that was uh, sort of a, a good one there um Another one here, and I thought this is a great idea, and this is sort of the family of the week idea where you, you know, post a, you know, you just get everybody in the church, maybe put a picture of them up or have it in the bulletin, pray for the Jones family this week. They are the family. And so there's a lot more prayer for one family during that week. But if you think about it uh, over, you know, a year, you'd have 50 some uh, families that you'd be praying for. And that might work uh, really well for the way that the size of your church is just emphasizing that we pray one for another and and mention it from the pulpit that you're going to pray for this family and maybe even talk about some of the specific needs. So that's a little bit more focused in one way, not necessarily praying for everybody, but I thought that was a good idea. Um, The last one here that I want to share with you is the idea of of praying for them kind of geographically. And this would be like you have a map and you would just kind of look at the map and kind of go from east to west or whatever and kind of pray for them as they, uh, you know, uh, come across your, you know, oh, they're on the west side of town, pray for them, you know, kind of however it works with you geographically. I know um, in my younger career, I worked with Neighborhood Bible Time. We did uh, these vacation Bible schools all across the country. And the boss man that we worked with, this guy named Charles Homeshire, he was a prayer fanatic we would pray with him we were just young guys and he'd say all right boys we're going to pray tonight for all our rallies and we did like 200 rallies uh you know every summer and we would we would pray for them by week across the country so we'd start in a time zone on the uh, really the atlantic time zone because we were doing stuff in canada and then we would work our way all the way across to the western time zone and uh, to be honest there's a couple times we we would pray for two or three hours with this man and me and the other guy were, you know, and we're on our knees and we'd fall asleep on the couch. We'd be, you know, sleep and wake up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Central time zone. Oh yeah. Don't forget that guy in Kansas. Yeah. Blah, blah. You know, we, we start praying again, but we prayed for two and three hours at a time and it was exhausting, but what a lesson it was, but it was the idea of covering a geographic and that might be something um, that would work for you. Um, all of these though, really um, the best way to do that. And if you're a pastor, you need to come up with a system 
and you need to come up with pr- probably a time that you do this. If you, you know, do it on, you know, Saturday nights or if you do it on Monday mornings or whatever. But I want to encourage you to write a time down and create a system. If you have one of those already, a time and a system, go ahead and share that uh, in the notes below here on YouTube. Um, appreciate that. Or, or email me if you got some ideas on this. Uh, I just think that's sort of an excellent uh, uh, thing. So the idea of kind of tying it to a time and tying it uh, to uh, a system. So um, leave your ideas there below. Again, if we can help you in any way, uh, the best way to get in touch with us here, uh, we'll send you this thing on the called the Better Sundays Blueprint. And there's three little things that are just real simple uh, that will help you to uh, increase kind of some excitement and some some fervency in your church. And again, hopefully help with some of your attendance and some of that. Um, it will help you to keep people that have come. I can tell you that for sure, because uh, we practice all of these uh, every single week here at our church, and uh, God has used it to help us keep people. So um, that sheet is found at reachkeep.com slash blueprint and uh, we'll shoot that it, it goes automatically and shows right up to you so i uh, love for you to get that download so anyway thanks for joining us here at the the season seven we call it the voices and i uh, got some different things going to be sharing with you again some interviews i've got coming up uh, as well as just some lessons that i've learned some kind of outside voices that i want to share with you so if you take time to share uh, with me it's very helpful very helpful. It's kind of interesting when people uh, that are seem to be helped the most seem to kind of share the most. We had a, a young young couple that have come to church here the last uh, little while, and uh, I don't even know if they're married, uh, whatever. But it, they're they're bringing people with them because they're getting solutions at our church. And it's kind of neat. The ones that we're helping the most is the ones that are bringing people. So if this has been helpful for you, and I get emails all the time, and I got a a text today from someone that says the ideas are so helpful. Um, I appreciate that. If you share that with someone else, if you, you know, like say hit the thumbs up button, that's kind of a good way to do it. I try to do that on a lot of the YouTube things I watch, but also be a subscriber and just pass this on. On, on Facebook or on YouTube, there's a little button at the bottom uh, there that says share, and you can hit that. And then it kind of brings up the options to share it on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever you are. And when you do that, um, uh, there's a little bell that rings in my heart. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful thing and I appreciate it. And uh, I'm so grateful for the folks that do that on a regular basis. And if you can be one of my regular share warriors um, and share away, that would be great. So uh, God bless you. We will see you next week here. Um, This is on the YouTube channel. If you're on our podcast channel, you might want to scooch over uh, to YouTube so you can see the sheet that I was talking about here that we're handing out and uh, we will catch you again. So thanks for joining us today at the Better Sundays podcast, reachkeep.com.